Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Allie, good morning and uh, nice to be with you, sir. Yeah, as always, Mondays are a good day. Uh, you know, we've said this probably a million times. Our listeners that are actually listening on a regular basis are probably sick of us hearing how uh, how much we enjoy talking <laughs> to each other on a Monday kind of thing, you know? Yeah, well, hey, I'm excited about uh, this call today because it was not I, – I, I mean, there was things that have – helped me become more successful but i think you know this is like with this call today this is you know one of the the biggest shifts in my life to you know become more of a an entrepreneur or a better entrepreneur uh by having you know rules for right. my personal life that cuz you know as an entrepreneur our our personal life flows right into our business life. There's almost no way to separate them, although we do, to a certain degree, um, separate them. But you you have to be consistent with who you are in your personal life and also in your business life. You really can't you can't be two different people, if that makes sense. Right. Oh no, definitely, without a doubt. I mean, I think that that's a part of the problem, right? A lot of times, people are. Um, you know, they are two, or they try to live their lives as two separate people. Like, for example, Sunday, I did some work around the yard, and then I did some work on business and website stuff and all that, and my friend said to me, wow, you never shut off. And I said, you know, it's really weird, and I, I mentioned you. I said, you know, you and I seem to enjoy our our lives where our lives are what we enjoy, and what we enjoy is our lives, meaning that um, we don't have that separation of, okay, this is my business, I go to work, I, you know, I'm there from 9 to 5, I hate it, I can't wait to get home so I can have my life. You know, I can't, I've never really lived, you know, there's been times that I've been, you know, unhappy in my career um, for whatever stresses that are involved or situational, you know, areas that come up. However, I honestly feel like every day I'm kind of living what I enjoy. I know some people might sound, that might sound uh, cliche to them, um, but uh, I, I really don't look at my job as a job. I, I enjoy waking up on a Sunday, which is supposedly my day off, and, um, you know, I will work for a little, because it's enjoyment to me. Like, it's almost like doing martial arts. I teach it for a living, but if I wasn't doing it, I'd probably be paying to do it somewhere else. You know, so so I enjoy it. Right. So it's, it's, you know, so we we you and I love what we do. So it's not really as much of a, a tedious kind of thing. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect. It makes perfect sense. And I, uh, my mom always says that uh, you know you can take the the boy out of the business, but you can't take the business out of the boy. And that's how right. she refers it to me. And uh, I, and I don't want it to. You know, I don't. I don't even though like okay, so we close different times of the year you know, for the whole week or, or a couple of days or whatever. And right. those are great because I can shut down and not have to think about anything happening at the school. But right. I still, you know, as as moments happen in my life, I'll have ideas or I'll have epiphanies or what have you based upon what's happening, based upon what I'm reading and learning or implementing. So you, it just does, it doesn't shut off. And right. I don't know that I want it to shut off. But right. in order for me to move forward or take, you know, my business to the next level, I personally have to become uh, a next level person. I've got to be striving to take myself to the next level because my business will only go as high as 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 I make myself go high, if that makes yeah, sense. So and, 
you know, that's kind of what the, uh, um, you know, we touched upon this in the manifesto when we talked about becoming a strategic school owner as opposed to being an opportunistic school owner. And I would say one of the crux of the manifesto, you know, the martial arts business manifesto is that, you know, we, we wrote that in, 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 in partly in hopes to really open the eyes to school owners that it's not enough to buy this widget, that widget, and implement it. It's, it's, it's more so that you yourself have to become a next-level uh, individual, not meaning, you know, join a program. But, uh, you know, you yourself have to move yourself from the level that you're at now personally to the next level so that your business can do the same. I, I cut you off what we were going to say. No, I was going to say, I, I was going to actually ask you, I was going to say, hey, Dwayne, well, why don't we, why don't we tell people a little bit about that? Because I think that if we were to take everybody who, you know, or, or you know, a, a consensus of a hundred of the top school owners, a hundred of the top actors, a hundred of the top, um, you know, musicians, and I just saw a great interview, and I'll remember who the, the actor was. <laughs> Oh, you know who it was? It was, the, it was the guy who plays Tyrion Lannister, the short guy. Um, I'm trying to be politically correct. He's a dwarf or midget or, you know, I, I forget what term we should be using. But anyway, a little person. A, small, a little person, right? And um, he was talking about how uh, there was this whole dilemma that he had in his life between graduating school and getting a job and trying to be an actor and then when he made the decision to just be starving and pursue acting 100%, 100% of the time, he said he's never worked at another job and has only been an actor ever since. And he was talking yeah. about it like you and I, where there there has to be that, that passion for, you know, just like the martial arts, passion to be a great black belt, passion to be a, an amazing fighter, um, passion to be an incredible businessman and a successful businessman, right? That That's where... I think a lot of people lack that. What do you think? Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say that uh, they have the passion until the the rough times happen. Right. And you know, so and and that weighs. I mean, we all have had that ourselves, where we, you know, the 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 hard times hit and the passion goes down. You know, like when I started a, a when I started running, you know, I didn't have a passion for running. In fact, I hated it. Um, but I knew that was the, the, the quickest way for me to get in shape. Um, and really, I started running because my wife signed up for a half marathon. I'm thinking my wife's not going to go out running running around town without, you know, a, a bodyguard, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not happening, you know. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go run with her. And it was a great reduce the fat boy plan, you know. Um, but I yeah. didn't have a passion for it. I, I, I just stuck with it because there was a bigger why at the end. You know, why did I do it? Well, because I wanted my wife to have a, uh, you know, somebody to run with and there to protect her if something were to happen. And, um, you know, so I had set that rule for myself that I was going to go and, and run with her because I didn't want her to, to run by herself. And there were some ancillary things that happened because of it. You know, I got in better shape. I, uh, I actually started to enjoy, now I don't say I love, but I actually started to enjoy running better. And, in fact, I, I, I do enjoy running uh, more so than I enjoy doing push-ups. You know, so it right. did shift a few things, you know, for me. But I think as, as as school owners, as entrepreneurs, and we really need to look at ourselves as entrepreneurs, we ourselves as as a person need to have some rules for ourselves. Um, now, part of those rules could be taken from whatever religion that you believe in or, um, you know, the, even, even the martial arts style that you have grown up in because some of that is synonymous with what you 
uh, with what you believe. But I would say that we need to have some of these hardcore rules for ourselves um, and, and, and write them down. And so that, you know, not only are they, are they rules that we look at to follow, but we need to have the why we have these rules. And if you, if you don't have the why you have that rule, then, then maybe it shouldn't be a rule or you need to figure out the why. Because I will tell you that the why is the reason that you stick to that rule. It's not the rule in and of itself. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And um, I think that uh, I, 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 well, I don't think I, I know that it's all about sometimes self-discovery. I mean, being honest with yourself about who you are and what you do well and, you know, and because listen, you know, if you have character traits that are, you know, that make you hate public speaking, no matter how many courses, if you really hate it that badly, you're going to avoid it as much as you can. So, I mean, knowing those rules saying, okay, well, you know, okay, when I have to do this, then, you know, the things that I don't like, um, I'm going to hire professionals to do it for me. Like, for example, I'm going to use one, one example. I, I had a friend of mine who just recently asked me to design a sign for him for uh, the outdoors of his school. It's a huge sign, eight foot wide by like seven foot tall. Um, so I designed a sign, and he kept saying to me, it's too busy, there's too much information on it. People are driving by way too fast. And I said, yeah, but you want to still create a brand, right? You know, I want, you want to be able to have, there's certain rules that you should follow within marketing. And I'm just like, so anyway, long story short, he didn't like my designs. He went with his original design, which was basically a yellow sign with some words on it. Um, didn't really even have um, his uh, website on the sign. And I'm like, why didn't you put your website on the sign? He said, well, there's, um, you know, there's not enough time to read it. And I'm like, if people are passing it every day, they're going to get your website. You need your website. It's like rule number one. Yet, no matter what I said, that person didn't want to hear what I was telling them. So what could you do if people don't want to change their rules? They don't want to think differently. They don't want to think like and say, well, maybe this person's making some sense. Maybe I should open my mind to it a little, shift my well, paradigm. Well, part of that is uh, – exactly, and part of that is education. And I will tell you – I mean, you know this anyways, but um, – when with working with anybody not just other school owners but even our own students um you know it some of that happens over time and that's what we hope for is that we you know uh, share with them enough whys that they become wise you know and and, right. and and just for the recording and for people listening to this i said why share enough whys w h uh y s share enough whys so that they become wise w-i-s-e so i i and and that's when the paradigm shift will happen that's when the aha moment moment will happen i like what zig ziglar says is you know uh, uh information travels around the world uh in an instant almost you know but 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 sometimes it takes years before it it penetrates that last three quarters of an inch which is our skull you know so um and it's so true and that's why i think it's so important for us as individuals to have um rules for ourselves that we that we follow so for instance um you know one of the rules that i have for myself is you know as an entrepreneur i need to even though it's it's difficult sometimes because i can shift things i need to show up to work on time now i used to my my desk my office used to be at the school i i i have two different offices that are there and and one of them housed my desk and all my belongings to help me run the school. Well, it wasn't until I showed up to work on time 
you know, and at that time for me, it was, it was nine o'clock in the morning, you know, and, and since then it's earlier now, but you know, at that time it was nine o'clock in the morning and I would make sure that I was there by nine o'clock, whether I had a class or not. Now it was easier on Mondays and Fridays because, well, I had a class at, you know, at eight o'clock in the morning at that time. And that class went till nine o'clock and boom, I could move right into, you know, working on the school. Now, some of us, um, you know, that, that are running a full-time school think that we can sleep in, you know, but, but that's not the case. You have to show up to work on time and you will find things to do once you get there. Now that's a whole nother thing. What, what should, what should you be doing? But you need to make sure that you show up to work on time. So that's one rule that I have for myself. Um, now, Another rule that I have for myself is I do not check email until 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Um, I, right now, it's, you know, 1 p.m., you know, every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, I w- I'm eventually going to shift where it's just Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But I haven't done that yet. Uh, that's a little scary for me. But right now, it's, you know, Monday through Friday. I don't check email until, you know, 1 p.m. Now, that being said, I will, like if you and I are talking, you say, hey, did you see my email? I'll, and, and um, you know, we're discussing things or whatever. I'll go and look at it, and I'll I'll find that specific email and open it up. Uh, but other than that, I don't want to check any email prior to that because what I want to do is I want to get the other important things done in the morning. And I know that I will, um, for lack of discipline, I will want to go, oh, what is this? And go and look at it, you know, and go to their website or Oh, what is that? You know, those type of things. So that's another rule that I have for myself personally so that I can be productive. You know, another one is that, you know, do I post to Facebook? Um, Yes, I do post to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and those type of things. But I do not uh, surf those things uh, until the afternoon after I do my emails. So I do emails from 1 to 1.30 in the afternoon, and then at 1.30, uh, I allow myself time to take a look at those things and respond to them and those type of things. Um, and that's Monday through Friday. Saturday's a different deal. Sunday's a different deal. Uh, and in fact, as an aside note, I'm personally, and I haven't done this yet, but I'm personally thinking about like, you know, Sundays is non-digital day where, you know, you can't even get a hold of me on Sunday, but I haven't gone that far. But you need to have those specific rules. I'll give you another rule, and, and, and then you can chime in with some of the you know, personal rules that you have. But I do not engage uh, in confrontation with another person, be it um, in person or online. You know, I have a hard, fast rule that I've only broken twice since I've had it. Um, you know, on Facebook, somebody writes a comment about something, and I, uh, I, I do not engage with that. Now, that's not to say that I won't. Um, follow up with somebody that's unhappy or any of those things because I do. I will I will apologize for what I need to apologize and I'll do it as quickly as possible. But, you know, all the negative things and the banter back and forth that's on social media, be it on your own thread, somebody else's thread, or even martial arts groups that you're involved with, uh, that to me just sucks the life out of me. It sucks time out of me when I could be a much more positive and productive individual by, you know, not even getting sucked into those things. Um, Ali, are there some personal rules that you want to, you know, well, I, share I think with that us? I, sh- I think that I should probably live by that rule where I shouldn't engage with people. Uh, because <laughs> I've, I've got more enemies and more Facebook uh, arguments over the last six months with my 
love of Donald Trump and, and my dislike of the government and, and stuff like this, but, uh, but you know, and people are, you know, crazy. Like, even with the, uh, you know, LGBT community where people are just bad-mouthing, bad you know, this whole big issue about who could use a bathroom and not, and I'm like, geez, we have homeless people and homeless vets and sick, pe sick people, and everyone's so up in arms about something small. I said, let's focus that energy and, you know, in reference to, uh, you know, good things. But, you know, so you're right. I, the first rule is I should probably stop that. I think Facebook has probably divided so many people and caused so many fights um, than you ever could imagine and gotten people to hate each other more so than, than love each other at times. Um, but, but you know what? I think you and I, it's funny. Speaking of rules, we, we met years and years ago. I can't even remember. At least probably 10 or so years ago. Um, and um, we first originally, you interviewed me. Uh, and you interviewed me about my book, which, by the way, is still a, a pretty decent-selling book, so a, a selfless plug out there. It's called Martial Art Business 101, and it's available on uh, on my website at atouchofzen.com, or it's also available on Amazon, and it's also available as a digital download for, like, a Kindle. But anyway, you interviewed me because in my book, I talked about rules. And I talked about rules, you know, for your business. And what I meant by that was not necessarily, um, you know, rules like, okay, um, you must wear your uniform to class, you must do this, you must do that, but more so about, you know, you know what your business is, what are your practices, what are your principles, what, how do you handle um, certain specific things. And it might be good to write a rule book. Now, the rule book could be a little bit loose, uh, you know, because you could be flexible on certain things. However, um, you know, certain rules should be really strong and, and set in the virtues of what your school is because, for example, you know, what is your refund policy? You know, uh, how do you cancel a contract? You know, how do you do X, Y, and Z? And, and I, the article, it's on page 181 in the book, if any of you have it, and it's called Developing Rules and Why Should It Be Any Different in the Martial Arts? And it talks about a dress code for, like, the Redskins. You know, uh, there's an article I wrote about where there was a football player who was having a hard time with his uniform. And it talks about, you know, the reasons behind a uniform or what, what rules apply in your school. Um, you know, it's a short little two- or three-page um, kind of like article on rules. But um, that's something that we should start thinking about. And, and also when it comes to personal rules, I have a lot. Like, you know, I like to. I don't necessarily do it every single day, but I try to make it in the majority of my life. I like to go to bed reading, and I like to wake up and read. So that's my rule, and that's why I'm very, you know, I'm like rips through books on, you know, so so many books a year, and I find that it stimulates my thought at sleep, and it starts my day in a good way in the morning. So that's one of my personal rules, right? And my other personal rule is that I always look at everything in my life and, and you know, and, and do an overall of my finances at least one day a week, where... I look at my bank accounts, my savings accounts, and I mean like looking at my finance rates, and, and I do a quarterly review every quarter and try to renegotiate my bills. In other words, like I'm always trying to find a better interest rate, pay down expensive debt with cheaper debt, um, uh, looking at my investment properties, making sure I'm maximized on my investments, making sure that I'm looking at you know, how I can make more money, et cetera, et cetera. And then one last thing, and I don't want to uh, – 
steal the conversation, uh, is uh, one last thing for business that I say, what are the rules for business? And I always tell this to my school owners. You should wake up and ask yourself, and I, I have to find the article, but you should ask yourself five morning questions, similar to what Tony Robbins says about spiritual growth, and, you know, three evening questions. And the, the five morning questions should be number one, and I'm paraphrasing because it's coming off of memory. Number one, um, what am I going to do to grow my school today? And that means that's pretty wide range. Like, what am I going to do to get more students? So not, you know, hope for the ad to hit or hope that my website is going to do well, but what am I actually going to do to stimulate growth? Am I going to call old students, send out letters, send out emails, um, you know, post my stuff on social media, you know, create an ad, you go out and make a business relationship with, a, with a other businesses in town. So what am I going to do to grow my business? And then the second one, which is very important, what am I going to do to give over-the-top service other than what's expected of me? to the clients that I have. That's for retention. Um, you know, three, four, and five are, you know, you know what am I going to do to, you know, to um, bring my overall finances? I think it has to do with it, like what I do in review. And, um, and, and then it, one of them is, what am I going to do to make a difference in the world? I mean, the spiritual side, the altruistic side. Um, and, and, you know, the same questions. What did I, in the evening, what did I do uh, today? you know, to change the world? What did I do today to, you know, have a better life? Things like that. So you ask yourself these questions and you have certain personal rules. Am I touching on that enough? Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Um, you know, another personal rule that I have is, is um, you know, I, I, I take responsibility. And, and, and meaning that, um, you know, whatever happens in life to me, whether it's good or bad, I personally take responsibility for that. I don't blame other people um, about it. And, you know, there's a big why factor behind that for me. And what motivates me is um, understanding that it, as soon as I let go of my responsibility, then I let go of the ability to be able to correct it. And, you know, so, and I, and I, and I really want the, uh, the listeners to understand that, that when we start to blame other people for those things that are happening in our lives, um, we lose the opportunity to be able to then move forward and correct those. We actually lose the ability to be able to do anything about those. Now, I'm not talking about, um, you know, my, my spouse, uh, cheats on me, and although that could be partly your responsibility because you weren't paying attention to him or her, um, you know, but there are some things that you, uh, you you have no control over, but you need to take responsibility for. Um, right. You know, I like what, what the, uh, it, it's, and I forget the author of it, but it's the book um, West Point Way of Leadership, and I always use this as an, as, as an example to my students when I talk about responsibility, and the fact that, you know, he writes in there that one of the morning calls or wake-up calls or whatever, you know, they run out, they line up. And, and I wasn't in the military, so if there's any, anybody listening to this that was in the military, I apologize for screwing up the verbiage and how it works. But the, 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 the principle and the concept is what I'm going for here. <laughs> so anyways, you know, he lines up, and he's all, you know, in his uniform, and his boots are shined up and everything. Well, another of his um, – you know, bunk mate, not bunk mates, whatever the the uh, somebody that lives in his you know unit <clears throat> comes team running member. by to okay, perfect team member. He runs by and and uh, actually scuffs the top of his his boot <clears throat> when he's getting in line next to him. Well, 
of course, the sergeant or whoever it is that's, that's looking them all up and down sees that his boot is scuffed. Well, it wasn't his fault, but it's still his responsibility. And he right. had to take responsibility for that. And, and I, that really stuck out to me was like, man, was that unfair? Certainly. You know, I, I tell the kids when they say, sometimes they'll say, oh, that's not fair. And I said, well, whoever lied and told you that life was, that life was fair, you know, because right. it isn't. And, uh, you know, and so I bring up responsibility because as a, a human being, as, as a business owner, um, you know, you have to take responsibility for everything that's happening in your life, good or bad, <clears throat> be it whether it's your fault or isn't, because as soon as you, um, let that responsibility go. You've also let the uh, ability to be able to change that and do anything about that. So that's another rule that I have. And, and I have two last ones that I want to, uh, and these are like um, guided uh, phrases or <clears throat> principles that I, I, or mantras, if you will, that I use to, uh, but these are rules there. And I, these are actually, even though there are two phrases, they're under one rule. The first one is that I'm immune to criticism. Let me say that again, that I'm immune to criticism. It's not that I don't listen to what people have to say, but I'm not going to allow it to affect what I believe or how I feel um, about a certain situation or a certain person or myself or my school. Because as business owners, we're going to have a lot of people critique us. We're going to have a lot of people saying, you should do this, you should do that. Some are even staff, you know, staff members or what have you. Um, but you have to be immune to criticism because you it, it will and I that was a tough one for me to um, to do because I always wore my feelings on my sleeve I always you know like especially in the beginning I'd have you know people quit and I'm like you know what did I do that was my fault and you yeah. know I mean yeah should we look at and see how we can improve certainly and that's a different approach not not what did I do what was my you know how did I screw things up? You know, it's more like, okay, what can I do to improve this for next time if it was my fault? And that's right. a totally different approach. And so, um, and now, and this was before the internet was ever like live with, with uh, you know, your reviews and those type of things. Now it's even more prevalent that you have to be immune to criticism. Um, address situations that need to be addressed, but take it for what it's worth, be immune to criticism. The next uh, of the guided phrases, you know, for myself is something that my mom had always kind of instilled in, in me, uh, this too shall pass. And right. understanding that, you know, everything in life, whether it's good or bad, is going to come to an end. It's not going to happen forever, you know. And so I need to enjoy the good while the good is happening. And I have to, you know, basically persevere through uh, the bad until it ends. Um, and so that those are two phrases, you know, uh, being immune to criticism and then also this too shall pass. But understand that these rules that I've set for myself, that um, they have wise, you know, W-H-Y-S, wise that are attached to them. And that's important. Like I had said, in, you know, in the beginning of, of, of this call that, if the, the, the whys aren't there, then maybe I shouldn't have them or I need to come up with the whys because um, those big whys are what are going to motivate me to follow those things. Um, I know we're coming up on time, but uh, is there any, any other rules that you want to share, personal rules for yourself before we end? 
Well, I mean, rather than sharing other rules that I have, I think that we should maybe just lay out a little bit of why and just really recap why, the whys of why we're doing this. And I think that that it's important for listeners to hear this. And, and you know, this is the thing. I, I think with business owners, they forget that, um, you know, it's, the, it's how you shape yourself as a person. The, the discipline that you have within your business to create character traits or, you know, um, shifts in how you think, uh, a paradigm, which to me is uh, funny because when I first read the paradigm, and I think I, I said this a, a long time ago on one of our calls, um, I remember it years ago, we're talking 15, 20 years ago when I first saw the word paradigm, and um, I was reading it, and I forget what book it was. It was probably like the E-Myth or something like that, because he talked a lot about paradigm shifts. Well, well I said to my ex-wife uh, at the time, and I'm admitting this, so uh, you know, don't bust my chops, but, um, and I said to her, I said, this is incredible. I, I really never thought of this paradigm as the way, the way I, you know, uh, you know in, in business. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, the paradigm. I'm reading about the paradigm and, you know, all, you know, how to shift the way you think. And she's like, show me the word you're talking about. So I, I show her the paradigm. She's like, it's pronounced paradigm, not paradigm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, so that was a whole paradigm shift for me right there. Uh, you know, Certainly I, my it was. Entire, What's that? I said, certainly it was. Yeah, my my entire life had a a paradigm shift, right? So I, you know, but anyway, I look at look at us as business owners, and again, like talking about my good buddy who is a really talented martial artist with his sign. Um, I just wish he would have put his website on there and understood that the brand is so important because there's a billion karate schools and you could drive by and it's, you know, he, it's hard to read uh, the way it's laid out because it's one of those word phone numbers, you know, instead of an actual phone number, 555-1212. Um, so I would have rather seen the website on there, but sometimes when people are not w willing to listen and shift their paradigm, you know, um, their paradigm, right, they're not willing to shift it, uh, they end up not getting the message. And quite often, you know, as martial artists, this is what happens with our students. We tell them they should do X, Y, and Z, and they only want to do Y, so it takes them four years longer to learn how to do it the way they should have in the first place if they would have just stripped themselves of ego, stripped themselves of know it, being a know-it-all, and just taken and trusted in the person who can help them, like you and I when we do coaching. I mean, so many times uh, we, we tell people what to do and ha give them a system and they use pieces of it, and it doesn't work as well. And then they, they think it's the system or it's their area. I mean, you probably um, have heard this a million times before. Well, that wouldn't work in my area. And I'm like, yeah, but I have 11 other schools that I coach in your area, and it is working. So it's more about how they think about it. Anyway, long story short, I'm, I think that everyone out there listening, you should start maybe writing down, you know, a rule book. And the rule book could be like rules in business. Like, you know, what are the rules in business, you know, how, how do you often, um, you know, how do you deal with cancellations? How do you deal with refunds? How do you deal with signups? What is the way people get to cancel out of a membership? Um, how steadfast are you on people who owe you money? Do you follow a certain procedure? You know, do you follow the letters and then you send it out to collections? And if that doesn't go, you go to small claims court. What is... What is your rules when it comes to that? And quite often we don't have any. Businesses are without rules, small, especially small businesses. They don't have a backbone, so to speak. Um, and then, you know, what are your personal rules? Like you said, you gave out some really great personal rules. I like your, you know, don't engage policy. I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but I like it. Um, I also like your policy <laughs> of, you know, not checking email. And what I hear when you say that is, is basically you found a way to discipline yourself not to get caught up in this whirlwind of the internet. 
you know, what we call online ADD, um, you know, seeing an article and then seeing a video and then seeing this and seeing that, and then all of a sudden you're lost in Facebook land for, uh, you know, for the last two hours and you should have been working. That's why most companies are blocking social media from all office computers and making people put their phones in the draw and not use them because people will suck up paid for work time in social media, searching the web, texting their friends, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of really good reasons, and that one that you have there could probably, you know, save people's businesses. In fact, I think that they should not go on social media, but take that time that they would have gone on social media and find a way to grow their business. So anyway, right. close well, with, with that. Well, you know, that's I was going to quickly say we, we, we've done two different calls on, on, on rules, personal and also business, uh, one is episode number 77. The other one is episode number 62. So if you want more information on all those things, uh, please check them out. Go to episode 77 at schoolownertalk.com and also episode uh, 62. And, and, and we have more, you know, rules that we could be sharing about ourselves and the businesses. But, but I think it's important that you yourself start, you know, looking at these things and coming up with your whys. There will be similarities and, heck, swipe and deploy the ones that you love about, you know, what we had already talked about, but it's important for you to discover these things for yourself and make them real for yourself, the whys, W-H-Y-S, for yourself, because then you're, more, you're going to be more apt to follow through with them. All right. Well, Allie, I, I, I appreciate your time. Everybody, please share this with other school owners, because the, the crux of this, again, it goes back to the manifesto that we talked about, the martial arts business manifesto, is when you become the type of person that you want to be, when you take yourself to the next level, then your business will start to automatically follow. And we have to understand that because sometimes we put it the opposite. We're so much working on the business that we don't work on ourselves, and that's why our business keeps failing. You know, that's why school schools, you know, hit that 100, 100 mark and then they fall under, and they hit that 100 mark and they fall under because they themselves aren't ready for that 100 mark of students yet, and therefore their business can't be as well. So yep. please share this. Go to schoolownertalk.com. You can uh, sign up on, you know, through iTunes to get it automatically, you know, sent to you, the podcast sent to you. Same thing with Android devices. We have a whole bunch of links that are on there for your Android devices as well. Go to schoolownertalk.com. Allie, thanks again, sir. Yeah, thank you, Dwayne. It's great talking to you always. Take care, everybody. Hope to talk to you soon.